0: To get started, learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own, look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, September 4th. It's Labor Day. So hopefully you've got the day off or hopefully you're working overtime and making a boatload of money. That's always good too. If you have any issue going on in your life that is kind of touching your financial world, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you would like to join us on the air live. It's really fun when you do that. While you're on the website, don't forget to subscribe to our brand new service called Jill on Money Live. This is where you pay $35 for 12 months for access to quarterly live webinars. And the next webinar that's coming up is with guest Nate Burleson. He was a former professional football player, and he's the co-anchor of CBS Mornings. He's the studio analyst for CBS's The NFL Today Show. And Nate is just a great guy. So on Wednesday, September 13th at 7 Eastern time, we're talking about the upcoming football season. He also happens to love personal finance. So I love working with him on CBS Mornings. He's wonderful. Anyway. That's that. Do that. $35. bucks. you will also get some other fun stuff like extra content. We just posted an interview with Chris Gillibo. He's the side hustle guy. Adam Levin. He's a cybersecurity expert. We have a great interview with Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports. He's the automotive writer. All there for 35 bucks. You can't afford not to do it. Okay. Right now, we're going to talk to Nicole, who's on the line from New York. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi, Jill. Great. What brings you to us? What can we do for you today? Well,
1: I am. Um, I've been with my partner a while now. We're talking about marriage, and one of the things that we're just having really our main issue is just sort of like combining our finances in some way. I think we're both used to being rather independent, and
0: uh, we're we're sort of just not combining them. And I don't. That's okay. I, I Wait don't, a second. I'm, Why judge yourself? You don't have to combine. Who says you have to combine everything?
1: Um, why do we have to combine everything? Well, I think it's in our interest to sort of to join things and we're okay. having some issues with that. Okay.
0: How long have you been together? We have been together uh just under five years now. All right. So you're ready to make the plunge. That's, That's what you're right. telling me. You're ready. That's right. So why don't you tell us first about you? So are you working full time, Nicole?
1: Yeah, I am. I, I, I'm on right now a gig that is 18 months. I've been a little more jumping around in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a pension at this um, for the government that I'm working for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I'm sort of assuming that after this 18 months, either I'll continue here or I'll be able to
0: find myself somewhere else in the government to continue okay. my pension credit. Okay. Today. Oh, cool. How much do you earn? I make one twenty a year. How much does your partner earn? She's at about 95000 is she also at a uh, a job that would potentially have a pension benefit?
1: Yeah, she definitely has a pension and she is definitely, uh, I may have concerns about myself getting to the years of service, but I have no concerns about her getting to the years uh, of service.
0: Yeah. Okay. So she's a worker. No <laughs> problem. Right.
1: How old are you guys? Um, I am 40 and she is 35.
0: 35 with a pension sounds gorgeous to me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Now, in addition, so I know. So let's just kind of go through this, each of you. So, for you, this on your 120 grand a year, you're entitled to a pension. Is this your first job as developing these pension credits? This is my first job with pension, uh, more or less. I do have um, a
1: bunch of retirement savings from previous
0: career. Okay. So let me just stay with this one for one second. So right now, how much money are you putting into your retirement account through this current gig? So I have not, um, it's sort of still new and I have
1: not set up the uh, the contribution yet. I would say in the past, I tend to put, yeah, I try to balance it, but I'm, I am I try to put a lot into retirement, even into as far as, um, you know, 401k or 403b, whatever it is. Um, yeah. So uh, let me think, I haven't, it, honestly, I haven't made my election yet here, but I would say I, I would put, I don't know, 1500
0: a month into okay. that. All right. That's fine. Tell me about the old retirement accounts that you have.
1: Traditional four hundred one k, I have about um, one hundred ninety thousand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For the Roth four hundred one k, I have thirty thousand. And then in in smaller personal IRAs,
0: I have a traditional fifty thousand and Roth is seventy thousand. Awesome! That's great savings right there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That's it for the retirement accounts. Yes. That's what I have for retirement. Okay. Any non-retirement assets that you maintain?
1: I do. I have managed to, um, I would say in a a brokerage account, I have about Mm $150,000. And um, I have also $20,000 in I-bonds. And then just a small amount of uh, personal savings. uh, Well, $20,000 of personal savings was sort of on
0: hand. Great. That's awesome. Do you guys live together right now? We do. Yeah. And you own a home or do you uh, rent? Yeah, I bought a house
1: here. So it is, it's is—it's my house that I bought, but um, she did help me pick it out.
0: That's nice. That's good. <laughs> I like that. How much is the house worth? Um, I would say right now it's about 225 And do you have a mortgage? I do not have a mortgage. Wow. Holy smokes. 40 <laughs> years old, no mortgage. That's amazing. Uh, and the house is owned in your name only, right? In my name only, yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about your workhorse, thirty-five-year-old chickie. Right. Um, right. What what do you, has she put away so far? Do you know? Um, yeah, I do. So we
1: talked about this. Um, she has in retirement, she has about a hundred in a traditional four hundred one k and twenty four thousand in the Roth option, and she's got fifty thousand in a Roth IRA. And any brokerage account for her? She has essentially in savings. $45,000, that's
0: um, yeah, sort of savings. And, okay, assessment. that's great. I mean, you've got a lot of accounts, but many of these accounts, you cannot even combine anyway. You know, you know like you have traditional and Roth and broke, like the, the retirement accounts have to stay in each of your names, right? You know that. Yes. I think the question really becomes, can you consolidate first for yourself? Meaning, let's see, I don't know what's going to happen with this gig. Right. So, well, so can, I, can yeah. I ask you one thing? Sure. One
1: other one of our other big picture items is that she's got about $70,000 in student loans. OK, so that is I am sort of um, debt allergic. Okay. And so that is something that I I contemplate
0: sort of getting rid of. OK, would, would you want to do that with her for her? I mean, how do you how is, she, is it on Is are these loans in um, forbearance right now?
1: yeah they are Mo- most of them are there are some that are a uh, small amount fifteen thousand is is still not expected to them. the forbearance yeah
0: okay but that's gonna start up anyway and it'll know. change the
1: picture of like as far as expenses
0: is that do you think that her savings um that she has right now is some of that available to help pay down like big chunk of the debt or not how do you yeah. feel Yeah. She, okay
1: yeah she essentially set aside 25,000 like in the in the period that it's been a forbearance uh, oh great to pay it back off
0: amazing that's perfect okay so for right now besides those student loans that's the only thing that's outstanding so there's a few things to consider number 1 is you know if you get married then you have the opportunity to start to decide about how to combine and what to combine right so obviously, the easiest thing to do is to say, you know, all of our retirement accounts have to stay titled the way they are. Those don't get combined. You could take your emergency reserve, her savings, and even some money from the brokerage account and pop it into one account. And that could be sort of be, a, uh, you know, like your operating budget. You know, you can just do that if you'd like. I think a bigger issue is that the house how do you feel about doing um, a quit claim deed once you're married and say half the house is in my partner's name or, you know, or in your now wife's name? How do you feel about that? Is that okay? Yeah, I, I do think it's okay. The other thing I think is that
1: maybe within a few years we would get a new place that uh, would feel more like both of our
0: places. Okay. I mean, look, so there's a few different pieces to this. One is, I mean, I think the easiest way to do this is to have like one operating account from which you have like your savings, okay? So it might be your $20,000 and her 45,000, kind of like nice because she's going to end up paying 25 grand down. She'll have 20 left. The numbers make sense to me. You each contribute $20,000 and now you have a $40,000 emergency reserve fund between the two of you, okay? So that seems like a good place to start. Now, the question then becomes... How you want to deal with the rest of the, the $45,000 that would be outstanding, right? She's going to pay down twenty five. There's going to be 45000 left. Do you want to pay that off for her? Do you want to take money out of your brokerage account and just pay off these notes? How do you feel about that? Yeah, like I feel good about that. I think she doesn't. <laughs> That's my issue. What do you, so what, what do you think she doesn't feel good about with that? Like, I don't want you to do that or that makes me feel weird or what, what is it? What's the emotion?
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's um I'm not taking care of my own thing.
0: I mean, look, I don't want to make her feel weird about it, but maybe you can say, look, what we'll do is, you know, why don't you allow me to help you? Because obviously, this is going to be weighing on you and, you know, you can say to her like, but you're going to have a pension benefit. We're married. I'm going to be the beneficiary of that pension benefit. You know, like there's a really nice way to frame it, which is that's kind of what we do as partners. I think that that makes a lot of sense to me. What do you think the loan um, interest rates? Most of those, and when you look at the forty-five grand that will be outstanding, what will the average interest rate be on that? Yeah, it's similar. I, I We looked at them, and they're somewhere between five and six and a half percent. So, I mean, I got to tell you something: five to six and a half percent is worth paying off. If you told me there were three, I would be like, no. But five to six and a half percent is worth paying off, and and I think that. The other part of your lives together is that you're going to need to do some estate planning, right? And you're going to need to deal with a few different pieces of that, which is one is um, if that brokerage account stays in your name only, which it's fine to do that. Where Where is that brokerage account held? Um, mostly at Vanguard. Okay. Can you just, you can check with Vanguard. Um, One nice thing to do with these accounts, even if you are married, if you keep the title and your name is that you can just make them a transfer on death account. And the reason there's an estate planning issue, which is when, even if you are married, okay, even if you are married and you are the spouse and, and you're going to get all the money the money in the brokerage account, the money in the house are still probatable assets, which means it's kind of a pain in the ass. I will I will say one new thing with Vanguard, I know this because we use Vanguard, is with their brokerage accounts, you can now list beneficiaries. Right. So that's what it is. There, these are um, beneficiary transfer on death accounts. And so I think that's one piece of this. You should do that. And then the house is another piece that Even if you're going to move eventually, at some point, it probably will make sense to have both of you on the deed as opposed to just one of you. It just makes it a non-probatable asset. It passes by contract, not by probate court. But I would be interested in trying to figure out how we can consolidate some of your old retirement accounts just so that you have an easier time managing. So... I guess one of the things that I'm wondering is if you stay in this job or you stay in a government job, you'll have some traditional and some Roth or is it all traditional right now?
1: I am thinking at this point of um, any new uh, retirement uh, sort of deferred compensation that I make to make it uh, Roth because I'm not I think we might be at the threshold for like personal IRAs.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that it would make it would make sense to be Roth. And then what, let's say you land in a place. It wouldn't be bad if you took that. You said you had a Roth that was 30 and another Roth that was 70. It would be nice to consolidate everything in one place just for ease of management. That's what I would think. And if she's going to stick around in her job, same thing, like she might have a Roth IRA. It's fine to keep it separate. But if at some point you want to just make it easier to manage, then consolidate. So you can consolidate wherever you are. Combining assets, I think we do it first with the two emergency reserve funds. Make one joint account; it's fine, and you're both going to contribute twenty grand to that account. And then the next hurdle we have is convincing her that you know the money that you have in the brokerage account is available, and you could help pay. And it wouldn't even be like you're plowing through everything; you're taking a third of the account. And you're able to help pay off her debt. And maybe she says, oh, I don't want you to do it all. Well, okay. Well, how about I pay off 30 and you pay off 15? Like, just give her something that's achievable. Anything else for us? Um, No, I think that's all. All right. Um, Then we will let you go. And we thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. If you would like to join us on the air live, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and let us know if you want to join us. Mark does everything else. While you're on the website, why don't you just bookmark it? You can get our free weekly newsletter. You can check out my blog, which is refreshed from, I don't know, usually it's uh, once or twice a week, but maybe while I'm on vacation, it's a little bit less. I might put some more stuff up there just for Mark's purposes. Anyway, you can check it out, everything at jillonmoney.com. See, so easy. Okay, uh, let's do this. Let us put our hands metaphorically on someone's back. Someone needs a pat on the back and you can do it. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student to teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com, we've done your homework.